Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Big weekend of footy, round 21, Shelter Footy Cast live from Backchat Studios, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, how are you feeling, Scott? A big weekend, mate? It was a big weekend, mind you, I had a look in, the, in the, uh, the room that I was at on Saturday night and you weren't far away, you were leading the charge, so we uh, went, went to the NRL. A rugby league, yes, mm. not just rugby, rugby league it was, which I'm glad you uh, had a look, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. It was. A, I think it's a really good sport uh, from a viewing perspective because of the yeah. length. I, 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 the more games I watch that are short, I think AFL's too long. 100% agree. I've thought that for, for ages. You think of any other football code, any other – well, NFL is an hour of play in, in American football. Well, that obviously stretches out for three and a half hours plus. That's too long. That's too long as well. But this, you're right. I think our game goes too long. You're right, 80 minutes. I'm not saying it has to be 80 minutes, but, yeah, we're, we're too long. The, the, the way the game is played, it's a really good TV sport, um, rugby league. And look, yeah. they had 45-plus thousand there. Hopefully enough to get us uh, looking at the National Rugby League level for a franchise. Um, although Papua New Guinea is... Uh, <laughs> what's, is wrong with, what's, what's wrong with PNG? Seriously, Papua New Guinea, if you're a rugby league player, you're not going to live there, do you? I don't know. Or play your rugby league. Probably anyway. say the same about, some, some people would say the same about Perth. Oh, I think that's a bit harsh. Here. If you're not from here. Hey, I, I, I think if you ask any Australian, Papua New Guinea or Perth as your as your options, I'm thinking, yeah, I just think, anyway, with all the Papua New Guineans out there, just don't come and set fire to my house tonight. Got a very, very big following in Papua New Guinea, the Shell of Footy Cast, don't worry about that. Uh, we've got to get a few things yeah. uh, through today, Skate of the Thirsty Camel Clanger of the Week. Don't mm. run over your favourites, grab your shelters at any Thirsty Camel. Uh, Froth Town is uh, Close. on. Close. Yeah, yeah, 18, 19. Shit, when is that? Two weeks. Oh, gosh. Oh. Right. Okay. Well, we'll speak about what we froth. Well, uh, just just off the back of this weekend we've just had, probably don't, you know, not 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 cra- not starving for a big weekend on the piss, to <laughs> no, be honest. Just, to just try and uh, dry out, as they say in the But make sure you do get down, get down a froth down, August 18 and 19, Claremont Showgrounds. Uh, and, of course, Dice are playing over the long weekend. Yeah. Make the sure long you weekend. get tickets. It's the long weekend. Oh, you mean September? September, oh, long yeah. weekend. Okay. Keep thinking. Oh, no, seriously. You're going September. Going, that's that's miles away. It's next month. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is too. Uh, September 20, I think it is, the long weekend. 24-25, I think, right the time, yeah. Make sure you get your accommodation book because if they're going to be down there, it's going to be a packed house down at the uh, Shelter Brewery right there next to the jetty. Now, let's get into it, Skeeter. Uh, we spoke last week at length about you retiring, Lance Franklin. What, what have I done to Nick Dacos? What have I done to him? Well, but you've got a bit of a smile on your face. And I can't believe on Twitter, although I can because it's just a cesspit of humanity at times, the uh, the vitriol thrown at a Nick Dacos. I'm, the, not, I'm not happy the, at all. The kid's done his knee six weeks. Uh, it's a blow for him, blow for um, footy, really, because he's. I, I like him. I know he's, he's 
he's been scrutinised too. I know. Oh, you just at the end of the day, I know the Brownlow Medal's not the end goal, but that, it does open up one of the major awards for the year. Bonds and Pally and Gray, and have been banging on about it for weeks. Is Josh Dacos going to miss a couple of weeks as well? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's usually do things together. Uh, Eagles. Oh, I'm wondering where you going with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think Bonton Ballard has moved into firm favourite for the Brownlow Medal. Firm favourite. Yeah, two dollars twenty is um, clear of anyone. Well, he, else. he would have gone close. We'll touch on this. He would have gone close to getting best on on Friday night. Um, he would have gone close. He had thirty and kicked three. Yeah, well, he would have gone close. That's. I mean, <laughs> there's no guarantees with umpires. That's the problem. Right. They, they've had five, he's had five, yeah. ten voters from the coaches, so that's maximum Bonton this year. So that's you're right. looking at. You know, if that's the case. It's fifteen in the in the is bank. That, is that all? Is that I think five? I think five. I stand corrected, but that's what I, I saw uh, this morning. Uh, Dacos. I mean, I still think Dacos at this stage would have between twenty four to twenty seven votes, which right. is not necessarily winning it, but it's going to keep him in the conversation for a long time. It'll be good Brownlow medal night when it gets to this round because he's going to be out pretty mm. much for the rest of the season. Um, hopefully, back for finals. How much is he leading by right now? It'll make it for a good round. Well, that, you know that this is the that, that's a little twist in the whole season, isn't it? And and now where the Bont, I don't think anyone would begrudge Bont or even Toby Green for that matter. Your, your two players the the chance to win Bont and Pelly. I think if we looked at his resume at the end of his career. Brownlow would sit pretty comfortably next to him. Correct. And Nick has got plenty of time to win one. True. Uh, yeah, or ten. Uh, Eagles and Freo lose by a combined four points. Yes, that's. That's a good weekend as far as this year's <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a that's a bonus. Uh, two tight games, and I suppose in many respects it was the Eagles' performance, which um, I think gives gives the club a bit of bounce because yeah. beating North Melbourne, albeit the opposition, but Essendon, a team that were desperate to win to keep their finals chances alive, um, after half time it was seven goals to three. That's that's you know. That's a, a trend in the back half of that game, which which showed. And I was uh, preparing for my waffle uh, duties, but I was really impressed by what, the intensity, the intent, and what the Eagles showed. Where Where's that been for the majority of the season? Or is it just because they're getting better players available? Probably a bit of everything, maybe, I, I reckon. But, um, I mean, we'll touch on this game in depth in just a little bit, but... I don't know if there could have been a better result for West Coast than what happened on the weekend. They win, they, sorry, they, they lose. lose by a point. Everyone's happy with it. just what exactly what you just said, the effort, the intensity, all this stuff, but they don't get the four points. You don't need the four points. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I tell you you what, won't pick one. I tell you what, I saw Marrick kick the goal, and I'm just sitting, didn't hear the audio, and then you see Adam Simpson on the bench with his hands giving it this one. Yes. And I said to uh, Lee Spirit at the time, I said, Simo's saying, don't win. You cannot win this game. <laughs> so it was interesting because what he was would have been doing was talking to the winger because um, uh, basically at that point in time, the winger is the guy closest to the bench. So he would have been trying to figure out what are we doing? Are we putting one plus one behind the ball? It looked like Simo didn't want to put a plus one behind the footy. And the way that game had gone, um, they, they came back from 30 points down. I don't think he wanted to go into save the game mode. I think he wanted to try and keep playing. And then, it sounds weird. But like I watched a fair bit of that game, and it was it was a ping pong game, and I think they just wanted to try and get it done. How it ended up happening was like Essendon put the entire team behind the footy once they got in front again after a centre clearance goal. So um, I, th- I I honestly think no one's happy to lose, but that's that's a good result for West Coast. Yeah, I don't disagree, uh, absolutely. And as I said, th- these are the sorts of results. Obviously, preserving a, a high draft pick. These are the results that 
the keep fans engaged, the keep people correct. thinking, right, there's, there's correct. something to build on. Correct, correct. Uh, race to finals is heading out. Four points separate 6th to 12th. It's going to be a good last four weeks, yeah, no, three weeks, seven, uh, or four weeks, three weeks. Three weeks? I think three, yeah. A uh, $100,000 fine to Port Adelaide after me banging on about it on Monday. I mean, well, I think you, you're the person that's, that's the catalyst. catalyst. Yeah, that's yeah. the catalyst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Dillon and Cole listening. $100,000, that's a big, big fine. A 50 like, that I think is uh, soft cap related. Right. A 50. It, it well, is that, that's, it, that, I haven't heard a fine like that for many years. No, true. But uh, it's also, when you think of what I think the Port Adelaide, as, as an example, I think received $17 million from the AFL last year and clubs received a lot of money so yeah, it, not, not it putting, is a big whack they're not putting that in their bank account it's always a big whack but it's it. also um, yeah is it is that going to be enough to deter clubs in a preliminary final from replicating that and and getting uh, their best player or one of their better players across the line for a grand final hundred thousand dollars would that would that prevent the Eagles from 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 doing friends I'm just saying a club that's that's wealthy Oh, I, look, I know what you're saying. Not. It's expensive. I don't know. But Probably at the end not. of the season, yeah. it's got to be, I think, eventually, if it, if it comes to this, but you know, whether it's a draft selection or some sort of penalty that is more in your face. Make it independent. You don't have to find anyone. Yeah, well, no one's, that, that, isn't, that doesn't seem to have uh, taken hold. Um, so you're looking for 18 independent doctors. Yep. We've had one bloke, Mark Fisher, who's been nailed on this one. You need 18. You just need one for each start. They go to the games and they pay them. Just like every other fucking official that's down there. Like it's, yeah. not, it's not that hard. Just get someone there that's not connected to but, either club and they're independent. But you can say the same. You can also say the same thing about the the, the lack of these incidents, which is they're pretty rare. It's fair to say of of doctors, the concussion. It's, it's this is a hundred thousand. I can't remember any of the fine of this description. No. So are they that frequent that we need to change the whole system? Well, I, I mean, they've they've changed the changed the whole rules this year to protect the head. So yeah, I reckon you do. No. Well, I reckon the clubs would be. Pretty keen to keep their own doctors and... They can have their own doctors, but when it comes to head knocks, they've got someone independent making adjudications on it. Will go for Mark Redding's Shelter Footy Cast. Skeeter, you got six from nine here, and I think that's because of your little uh, roughy that you didn't get right. You got seven. I saw your name in the paper, seven. He's got seven, yeah, legit. Um, and my roughy was, you know, wasn't too bad given the injuries. Bit of, a bit of a head wobble? Seven uh, not a head you. wobble, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm compared to last week when I was absolutely shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nice to be just back amongst it. Essendon defeat West, West Coast by one point. Let's have a look at this game. Uh, nearly one of the great comebacks, not of all time, but... It would have been a very good one. They're down by 30 points at one stage. Yeah, and look, really, without Cole Langford, the Bombers are probably not winning this game. Well, he kicks five of their ten. So, Or even they, they had their little spurt in the second quarter, was it? They kicked five, six goals in a row there. and um, You take that out of the game, and West Coast probably the better team here, but in the end, you get what you deserve a bit. Um, my froth town moment, Skeeter, mm-hmm. happened in this game, actually. What we frothed on this weekend, August 18, 19, Claremont Showgrounds, get down there at froth.town to get your tickets. Uh, Ryan Marich with a Marich? minute. Ryan Marich with you know what? You know what? Oh, hang on. Am I you wrong? Know what? You no, know no. I'm happy to be corrected. I think it can go both ways. I, I saw oh. it. Now. So it's one of those ones where his actual name is one of those, uh, but everyone calls him the other. Um, and so Tom Barris, everyone calls Barras. him Barris, and he doesn't really care. No. Tom Marston, sorry, Chris Marston, everyone calls him Marston. Um, sorry. See, that's what I meant. So it's one of those ones where one's right, one's very much accepted. Anyway, my froth town moment, <laughs> Ryan Marrick, uh, lines up with a minute thirty to go. Yeah, he was mate. He was packing shells, playing Ammo's footy, 
Not too selling long chicken. Ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a chicken. It wasn't quite the same as um, who's the kid with the cully. It wasn't yeah. a chicken charcoal chicken, but he was doing the the Woolworths thing. Yeah, yeah, correct. So like to go from that to in front of like, thirty five thousand people, like a shot to put your side in front with like a minute and a half to go, and he just drilled this set shot. Like I reckon that's that says a lot about. I've heard Adam Simpson speak about him and his mentality. To go back and do that as a young player, and it didn't look like missing. Like literally, did not, not look like missing. Like that's that's pretty special, I reckon. I frothed it. Yeah, no, and you're right. He's he's come across one of the really good feel good stories of the season for for the Eagles, and hopefully he can um, get his body a bit more advanced over the summer and, and give himself a really good shot at 2024. He had questions about what's what's this uptick in West Coast um, players. Like the the three best players for West Coast, I thought were Tim Kelly, Liam Duggan, Elliot Yo. And so they're they're their best senior players, and they and they play the best footy. So when the senior players well play well, which is what West Coast needed to do to have a good year this year, they needed their their senior players on the park and playing well. And they haven't had that. But to get these guys back, and especially Yoey, who hasn't played a lot of footy, he was very good and very good late. Too. Yeah, I saw some of this stuff in the in the last quarter. There was a, a spoil and his defensive efforts were terrific. Is that him moving forward? I mean. Uh, in the back half, well, as a, like winding back the clock, really, like as he started as a backman. But he's a he's a bit of a bull in the midfield. But his body's not standing up. Yeah, well, that's that's the issue. If 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 your body's not standing up, yeah, it's, it's just well, it's just a different running in the back line. You are dictated to by your opponent, so there's negatives to it, right? You can't, you know, I'm not saying you do, but in the midfield, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Like in stages of the game, whereas as a backman, if your player's leading, you can't just drop off him and do what you like. Yeah. So even though some players do try to do that, um, I, I've always really liked him as a backman because he takes the game on, he, he runs in straight lines, he's an intercept marker, he does all those great things. So um, he moved into the midfield because it was you know it was a, the, the next step in his career. But maybe maybe it's just the other way. Maybe you got to pull it back, especially if you're getting more games out of him. What would you rather? Yeah, absolutely. Elliot, <laughs> not on the park, playing in the midfield. We're playing playing our back, yeah, playing correct. good footy. Um, the, the issue for, for yeah, the Eagles moving big. forward is Bailey Williams big. with the one-match suspension for rough conduct. Um, leaves them, providing they don't challenge, and, and I'm not sure what they'll do on that front, but leaves them pretty skinny. Uh, although, yeah, they've got Jackson... Cal, Cal, yeah, but Cal, Cal Jamison's the guy that would come in. He's been playing in the waffle back off an injury. Um, yep, I mean, to give Jack Williams a bit more time. He's, he's not really a ruckman. He's a young forward. Yeah. I think you probably pre- pre- preserve him. Um, will we, see, we won't see Harry Barnett this year, will we? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, debuting in a derby. No, I just don't. Yeah, I, I just wonder whether... Look, I know they're very keen just to get time in the waffle into him, but yeah... Blow Bailey Williams has been really good for them. I mentioned you mentioned Tim Kelly. I thought he was he started so well this season. Is he still probably thereabouts for the the John Walsall medal? Yeah, I think himself, Oscar Allen, and I think Bailey Williams might be right mm. up there. To be to be really honest, like I think Bailey Williams would yeah. be in the top five right now, given his consistency. And you know, Liam Duggan's been. Very, Very serviceable, yeah. Yep. I think he's been good too. All right, um, but yeah, one point loss, and they keep the number one spot at the draft for now until the derby. Because, oh, just you think they're going to okay? Right. It's in the review show at the moment, Skate, but okay. we will get to that Thursday. Yes. Brisbane defeat Fremantle by three points. Uh, Lions away from home. They were I, away know, from the Gabba. They looked seriously. I was calling this. That was as. Uh, least impressive performance I've seen from a, a team that's about a, a bee's dick away from second spot. Yes. 
but they got the job done. And sometimes in footy, as you know, it's just that they might look back at that win yesterday after knocking over their next opponents up at the Gab of Adelaide this week and finish top two. That type of win is pretty important because they didn't look like they didn't look like a, a side that was that was challenging for it. They just they looked at a, a fish out of water in Perth. Is that because of their own performance or is it a bit of both? Frio, Frio, I think a bit of both. Back a little bit. Did, did, did Frio play the way I didn't see this game? Did Frio play? You know how they've been playing. Like they play, I thought they played well. I thought they were Hayden Young tagged Lockie Neal. Hayden Young, he's done that. He's gone in the midfield. back to back weeks. Yeah. Look, he's been a revelation for. And look, there's always been a thought that he could could do this. Yeah. Um, not so much the the run with Rob, but midfield wise, if you get the ball into his hands, you know that invariably good things are going to come from it. So yeah, I thought he was he was excellent. Luke Jackson continues to to do nice work in the ruck, and he, he provides that sort of an extra midfield option yeah. as well. So uh, look. End of the day, there was only a kick or two between them throughout. Um, the Dockers actually won a first quarter for the first time or the third time for the year, Yes, which is a rarity. Um, Sam Sturt kicked three. Michael Frederick was my froth town moment of the weekend. With a, goal. About, with a goal, about 90 seconds less than in the game, in the pocket, the braided hair. It was a beautiful kick and gave them just that glimmer of hope to, to snatch victory. Um, end of the day, they, they were just in the last quarter. They were cleaner. Look, three goals apiece. I just thought Brisbane were a little. Some of their better players stood up when required. Yeah. Okay. Luke Jackson, I think, as you mentioned in the derby, he's going to have the upper hand now with Bailey Williams. Does his form as a standalone ruckman is that moving Fremantle? Do you think in a maybe we have a look at the Sean Darcy thing? Or not? Trade was. Yeah. I, I don't think you just lose a, a, a really good player. Because Luke Jackson, for instance, come in and done, done a very good job. I, mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced you, unless you've got something right. really good on the table, a bit like the Tom Barris situation. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the Dockers will be throwing him up. Will Sean ask to be traded? Hasn't given any indication he wants to. No. Hayden Young in the midfield, as we were speaking about. I think Fremantle have been desperate to... Get a, get a change of pace in there, and I don't mean uh, you know, leg speed. Well, that's where get Sudkowski also going no, in there. I don't mean leg speed. I'm, I mean like, uh, and and this is clearly no disrespect to Sarong and Brayshaw, who are just absolute stars of the competition. But they're they're similar. They're in and under. They're grunt players. They can run and carry a bit. But Hayden Young's got the leg. Like mm. the change of pace is that quality with of ball use. And so Hayden Young gets twenty nine touches, um, seventeen of those kicks he starts using the ball really well. And again, that's not saying Brayshaw and Sarong don't, but they're known for their in and under nature. So it's clearly a Fremantle change that they've been trying to make. You know, Michael Walters used to be the guy for them to do that. If you remember a few years back, he'd come in and play as a fifth midfielder or sometimes on ball, you know, you know proper. But I, I really like the move from Young into the middle. I think sometimes in the back line, you can get a little bit wasted as that ball user guy. Yeah, actually, like, well, this way. If he's getting the ball inside the centre square... That's where you want him. That's where you want him. And I, so I think even just, just changing the energy levels up, Sitkowski yeah. goes in there occasionally just to... You're right, you've got the, the two workhorses, the two really good uh, mids, and look, Sarong outstanding yeah. yesterday. He's uh, had an amazing year. He's, he's leading the dog medal, surely. Yep. Uh, so he's he's had a great year. Brayshaw started slowly. We know since his knee uh, was sort of alleviated that issue, he's... He's still been elite. Yep. But I think what we see from Fremantle now is with Young going in there, they do need more depth in their midfield. Yep. Once they get that, I think, you know, not, not this is they no will. disrespect to the, to the back line, but they'll they be able to find places for, for others 
yeah. in the, to take Young's place at halfback. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not having to go at the back line. <laughs> just don't come at me yet. Uh, Will Will Brody is just. What's going on there? I don't know. It's it's. Because it's, it's the greatest fault, not greatest. It's one of the, the I think we're, mysteries. I think we're on. No, I think we're on it. You're in a midfield of Brody, Brayshaw, Sorrell. Too, too much similarity. It's all, it's all. It worked last year because they had Mundy and 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 um and Brody going in there. So they were sort of tag teaming. Brody was playing sort of seventy percent game time. Yep. It was sort of like a, a, a hit in there. But I think they probably think the the midfield balance is too too heavy inside contested without it. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, shot a footy cast. Friday night footy, Bulldogs defeat Richmond by 55. This game was over in the first eight minutes, I reckon. They led it 44 at quarter time. Yeah, it was good, actually, when you take them at the line, minus 14. Uh, it was happy days, <laughs> uh, have to say, Scoey. Uh, Jamara Hagen. I think uh, you talk about putting the game to bed at quarter time. He was the bloke that, in attack, just lit them up. Kick five in total. Your man, Bolton Pelly, with three, was uh, outstanding. They've kicked 19 goals. And again, this is the conundrum with the Bulldogs. They are such a good side on yep. their night, on their day. When Bontempelli with Libba going well, um, they will be one side if they they get a reasonable spot in the eight that could could cause some issues. So uh, they were terrific, and, and the Tigers you can't, you can't give up nine goals in, the, in any quarter. Really expect to win a game. The Bulldogs are playing finals. Yeah, they play Hawthorne, West Coast, Geelong. So definite two, two, two guaranteed. Wins. You think? Arthur Hawthorne's just beaten Collingwood. Yeah, it's true. But you think, you think you think they're going well enough to win two, maybe even three of those games. Yeah, potentially. You mentioned my man, Bond and Pally. He was elite, mate. He kicked three goals, nine tackles, 30, 32 disposals. Um, Tom Liberatore, who is my favourite player in the competition. Yeah, I know that. You know this. His season... It, He's the perfect one. He's the perfect Robin to Batman. If uh, Bontempelli's Batman, mm-hmm. he's Robin. I reckon one of the most, if not the most, underrated player in the league. He had thirty-one disposals, twelve tackles, fourteen clearances, or something like that. He's had over ten clearances three or four weeks in a row. He is an absolute star without being having all the flash. Like, no, like you summed it up well. I think um, he summed it up really well. Uh, and apparently he's got a couple of pubs. I, I enjoyed his answer uh, to BT on Roaming Brian. Roaming, Roaming Brian was down there doing yes. his thing. Roaming BT. He said, oh, I heard you, you got a couple of pubs. Oh, I heard you got a pub, Libby. He said, oh, that's got two, BT. And, All right, give us a plug. So, so the, the Ascot Vale down there and the, uh, the coldest pints in Melbourne, he said. <laughs> and then uh, BT said, how much is a palmer down there? He said, Mate, if you drop my name, they're free. And on the house, if you say Libba sent you. So I just think that's good marketing, by the way. Very nice. Uh, one of the ugly moments of the weekend. I'm interested to see what you think about this. Um, this is this is my thirsty camel clanger of the week. I think I can throw it out to an yeah. audience member, can't I? Don't yeah. run out of your favourites, grab your shelters at Thirsty Camel. Thirsty Camel clanger of the week, Skeeter. Yeah, now I've only just seen the vision of, of Pickett going to. Now he's trying to retrieve the footy, was he? I'm not sure what he was. What he sort was. of just was over near the boundary. Yeah, anyway. And a fan reaches over and. Um, Man handles him, I guess, is is the, is the word. Or you know, perhaps? I was talking about this before. You go to the footy, you can you can do as you please, in my opinion, with booing, yep. with aggressive cheering. Like people pay their money, and it's an outlet for people. And go and get all the beers, all of that sort of stuff. You can't be disrespectful, like with religion, race, sexuality, all of that stuff. And you can't touch the players. So what happens? What happens to the, the patron here? Do they they're saying life bans? Yeah, is that, is get that, him out of there, mate. You can't, life? T- you can't touch the players. Like, is that who do you think? Well, who do you think you are? No, no, I'm not. I'm not defending them. No, no, no. But I don't. I don't know if it's life. But yeah, no. But bad luck. Like, yeah, it's um, it's really strange. You think you think of how close fans get to players, and we saw at the Ashes at the Oval, you know, these Aussie cricketers walking up the race, and there's a bloke from here to here away, and yeah, and half of them, which which 
so if we use that example, mm. I I didn't hate the as long as they weren't being, you know, did, did those things there. Yeah, maybe the, the, English, the Englishmen can say what they want. The Aussies are boring, boring, cheating. Yeah, 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 that boring one, mate. The boy, Marnus Labuschagne turn around, mate. He's just boring. You've just played like shit, mate. You've been, you've been boring. That's what you've been. Yeah, just laugh at him. So that's what, right. Yeah, no, it was, it was just I think the proximity. But this one's different. This is when you, the physical aspect comes into it. Yeah, we don't want to see it. Bad look. Uh, clanger of the week. Thirsty camel. Thank you. Hawthorne defeat Collingwood by thirty-two. Oh, sorry, Adelaide defeat Goldpost by twenty-eight. Sorry. I got ahead of myself. You did, and so is Tex Walker because uh, you had Hang him, on. You had him winning the the, the Coleman Medal. You still do. How many How many Charlie Kern I kicked this week, mate? He, he kicked the one, but he's right. five in front. Oh, I'd rather, put it this way: Would you rather be in front with a couple of laps to go on a Grand Prix or not? Well, would you? <laughs> that's not the example. <laughs> mate. That's what I'm using. That's not the example because if you're doing that, your odds are about a dollar twenty, aren't they? So eight dollar seven. Might be might be influenced a little bit by the betting market. And Walker closes the gap. He, he does close. Two. Yeah, he does. And they've got uh, the, yeah, well, anyway, that's that's your call. Nasty, You're strong on nasty that. Nasty broken leg in this one. Skater Will Powell. Like, and, and he's had a really good year. I think he was on 30 touches at the time when he did it. Um, he, he's been one of, so Gold Coast, where credit's due, um, they've got some players that are staying to step up. Um, Ned Flanders, not Ned, but Flanders. Yeah. Which his first, first name is. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You, you you brought this up. Hang on, what's his first name? What's his first name? Hang on. Don't ask me. I'm... Hang on. Anyway, they lost by 28 Sam. Sam Flanders. Yeah, I like calling him Ned, though. So Ned Flanders, he's gone into the midfield since uh, Stewie Dew stepped away, and he's been elite. Will Powell's one of these guys that's played really well. They lose by 28, though. They do, and it's the same story. I mean, they, their form away from home isn't flash either. They haven't won at the Adelaide Oval, and they still haven't. Um, <laughs> the, the Crows... Probably just, look, what are they? They're a game outside the eight. Their percentage is really good, 117 to say the Giants, 101. So they simply, the, the tightrope's getting more tenuous for them. Um, Fogarty with three goals. Um, I thought he was terrific. Uh, their back line was good. Laird, his role is always important. He's, midfield. he's, 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 the, he's the guy that gets them rolling. Um, but yeah, I, I just wonder now with Adelaide's throwing their best punch in terms of making the finals and and it's going to be difficult now to, to displace anyone that's in the eight. So they win Gold Coast, though. You know, the sooner Damien Harwick jumps in and tries to change the, the, the trend of what this club has done over a long time. So is that uh, happening? Is that, is that well, well what, what's, what's is going on? Is there an alternative well, in, in all seriousness? Is, is, he, is his old mate back from the Amalfi He's Coast? He's in Europe. Yeah, yeah the Amalfi With Coast. Mark Evans. I mean, yeah. seriously. He, he, but I think I think you brought this up last, last week about the fact that he – Thought about okay, stop at Richmond, have a couple of months off. Otherwise, goes from one no, job to another. It's a perfect scenario. You've, you've painted it really well. That that I think has been what he's done. He's freshened himself up. He, he'll take the job. I'd I'd be staggered oh, if he doesn't. I just don't. I still just I feel just to re, rehash it. I don't see the reason to fly to Italy. No, to, I'd be exactly like go and see him. Just get on the phone call to him and see you when you get back. We, we'll finalise this up. I mean, anyway, it's it'll be he'll have to defend that publicly. I reckon Mark Evans. He'll, he'll get asked questions about that when he gets in front of the media next. Like, did you feel like it was necessary to get, go and have a couple of cocktails down there on the on the rocks at the Melfi Coast? And, <laughs> you know, you mean Jim Hardwick and Mark Evans in their dick togs down there having a couple oh. of beers. Um, uh, the the other one I did want to touch on before we move on from this game, the Crows have been decimated. Key defender, they've lost yeah. a lot. Um, James Bolaz or Bolazi? Yeah, Bolaz. Yeah, he debuted and was was excellent. Well, you know, it's Murray that's uh, gone, isn't he? For, yeah, Nick Murray done. For, so butts out. Uh, yeah, so there's two key backs, and they've Tom, been good. And Tom Duda. Duda, yeah, so that's three. That's three, and they and look those names. Let's be honest, you're not. 
household names. But no, but been, you've liked Adelaide's back line. Yeah, they have been lot. there. They've been really good. Um, now I think I think Adelaide's still get a tick this year, irrespective if they don't make the finals. But they've won, they've won what ten games. They could end up winning eleven or twelve. I, I, if they don't play finals, I think uh, Stevie Nicks, as I like to call him, has done a good job with it. What's his first name? Matthew Nicks. Um, Stevie Nicks, you know who that is, don't you? Yeah, singer. Yeah, good singer. Uh, Hawthorne defeat Was. Collingwood by thirty-two. I reckon he talks me out of my. Um, uh, bottom up, bottom up, roughly the way. Yeah, probably did. I and was going to pick Hawthorne, and, Hawthorne. and I did across the board. Actually, Hawthorne's record against the Magpies has been it. actually quite good in recent times. Really? Um, and what, what's happened to? What do you think I'm impressed with in this game? Do you know what happened? You might not. Finn McGuinness went to Nick Dacos and, yeah, played a and role. tagged the absolute life out of him. So Nick Dacos broke his leg in the fourth quarter. Do you know how many mm. touches he had for the game, Skate? Don't know. Five. Yeah. Five. And Hawthorne win. They're the first team that have gone hard to Dacos. I know he gets injured, but he had no influence on the game. Hawthorne win by 32. Now, it's not the reason that they won, but I I question again, why are teams not tagging Nick Dacos? Mm. Why? Some teams don't have players capable, although... Everyone does, Skeeter. Do they? No, that is incorrect. Okay. Every team in the AFL who, who, has a who, capable player. Who? Okay, give me give me the player, say, from West Coast that would go to... <laughs> Anyone. Dacos. Anyone. No, 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 specifically. Do you mean capable physically or well, mentally? Just, well, a bit of both. A player that is suitable. We, we think of players like Cameron Ling, um, Ryan Crowley... These top. Do you know? Do you know what they had? Do you know what they had? It wasn't their physic. It wasn't their physical talents. They had mental strength. So, Mark Hutchings, he he he's not the most physically gifted player going around. Neither's Cameron Ling. Neither's Ryan Crowley. None of these taggers are. But they're mentally tougher than their opponent. This is a mental game. So I don't need to name them. I, West Coast, you could you could name anyone on West Coast list. It's just a mental application. Yeah, but you need to have that player to, to be able to. Dave O'Neill, Jack Petrocelli could tag him, mate. If you said to Jack Petrocelli, Jack's quick enough, Jack's strong enough, go and play on him. Don't let him off you. Now, does he do a good job or not? We don't know, but it's not because of his physical talents. It's the mental application that taggers make them the best. James Sicily. Uh, I've mentioned him, um, and I mentioned him, I think, on radio earlier this year, talking about captains that have been, you know, great potential. This guy, I've got a lot of time for him, and and what he brings, as you say, he he wins the footy, he leads, he's got, look, he's got a bit of the the white line fever about him, no question. Um, He's got a bit like Toby Green. (laughs) He's got to temper that a bit as captain, and just to make sure he's out there more. He has. He's got that under control, doesn't he? I think so. I mean, let's let's be honest. Yeah, he's got a lot of attributes, and I think if you're looking at a team to, to buy, stocks in and buy shares in yep. this Hawthorne team what are they 16th yep. uh, six wins you look back in five years ago oh gee, it's pretty modest I'm already on them yeah, I'm it, on them hard it's, it's, I'm on a Hawthorne train they're winning a flag in the next five years skater in the next five yeah yep. well irrespective Sam Mitchell I think has proven what, what he's doing albeit it's, you know, there's still a lot of work to do He's on the right track, and you can't say that for every every club outside the eight. I spoke to a Hawthorne supporter about the you know the big colour of senior players and why that happened. Sam Mitchell wants a group of players he can mould, he can get to buy in because in the in the end, like Taggers, it's all mentality. Successful teams are based on buy in, and can you get how many players can you get to buy in on what you're doing? It's not necessarily these amazing game plans or you know your great players, of course, but every team has great players. It's about the buy-in, and that's what Sam Mitchell wants. And not saying those senior players wouldn't have bought in, but he gets a chance with young players. They don't know anything else. They know the Sam Mitchell way. 
That's what he's trying to do. Um, I mentioned before that Nick Dacos getting tagged wasn't the reason they won. The reason they won, they clogged up the middle of the ground. So we know how Collingwood plays. They want to take it on through the middle of the ground. Mm. Fast, handball receives. Hawthorne just dumped all their players in, into there and said, if you want to beat us, you can go around the outside of the ground. They couldn't do it. Mm. They, they, they could not do it. Is it simple to say that that's just a template that other clubs will use, beginning with, say, Geelong this weekend at the MCG on Friday night? You think Geelong um, you know, have their deficiencies. What they do have is seniority, great coach. They'll come up with a game plan to beat Collingwood. And I don't know if Collingwood have a plan B at the moment. Mm. Their, oh. their, their plan A is better than anyone else's. Yeah, that's, I, think that, yeah I think you're right. A long way. But whether that is shut down, finals, they can. Mate. Finals, yeah. yeah I was, you don't I was, get to do what you want in finals, Skeeter. No, that's true. But you're two games clear on top. I'm not sure there's any massive. Power. No, that's fine. Well, they're losing fine. Murphy again. That's another yeah. injury to them. That's not great. So, uh, look, Magpies hit a bit of a pothole, as Port Adelaide have as well. But um, yeah, yeah, let's I'd get to that game. I'd rather be sitting first than uh, than outside the eight. Geelong defeat Port Adelaide by 12 points. Um, Port Adelaide. I, look, I I'm not sure where to where to have them. Um, they. They, they, they lost a lot of players, didn't they? The pre-game, yep. obviously with Leah Leah, etc. McKenzie with the knee, Finlayson, Bergman, all with illness. So, uh, you know, I saw Kane Corn come out. Kane Corn came out and said, "What a, it was a lot like, uh, like the English cricket team saying, you know, it was like a win to, to get that close to Geelong. He's for he's the counter. He's just tearing the pot. What a lot of <laughs> what a lot of crap. Seriously, <laughs> but they were bright. They were good, and I don't think you're going to lose too many. Uh, supporters and what they did against the Cats, who they needed to show something, didn't they? I mean, Ollie Henry came comes well, comes into the side, but he he comes into a role where he's replacing Hawkins as as the spearhead in many ways. Yeah, kicks four, which is four goals, which is different. It's a different look at it. Uh, Willie Rioli was very good from Port Adelaide side of things. He kicked four goals in the first half. Yeah, um, uh, Jack Henry was subbed out with a foot, so uh, I hope that's not his. Do you know what I mean? Like that's hot spot, you mean? Yeah, that's that's the. He's had issues with his feet, so like he's a he's a great player and um, has missed a lot of footy with foot injuries. So yeah, danger got a bit of the like danger staying to hopefully get some continuity yeah. towards the finals. So Lionel Messi was very, Mice, very yes. good, yes, best very good on, the, best on <laughs> best on ground. No, he's best on ground. Twenty four disposals, two goals. Yeah, setting up goals. People are saying he's he's all Australian. I don't think no. Lock. Is he? Mate, people, mate. Really? Yeah, 12 score involvements. He had five goal assists, most assists All in Australian. the competition. Mate, it's Lionel Messi. That's what he wants. Uh, he's too short of the all-time goal assist record in a season with three games to go. Connor Rosie uh, or Zach Butters get Brownlow votes on the weekend, possibly? Yeah. Um, Butters had 30, kicked one. Rosie had 27 and eight tackles. Um, I get them confused. As to no, who, so do I, actually. Who's who. Yeah. And even when I think about them now, I don't know which one I'd have over the other. Oh. Probably Butters. Maybe Rosie. Probably <laughs> Rosie. I don't actually know which one's which. Uh, anyway, that loss takes Port down to fourth spot, uh, by the way, wow. uh, on percentage. And their percentage is inferior to Brisbane and Melbourne. So, end of the day, if the top teams keep winning, Port Adelaide's looking at facing potentially Collingwood in a qualifying final. Unless, they, kept, unless they keep winning. Well, but I'm saying if, the, if their teams above them keep winning, right. they're not going to advance right. because their percentage is 108. Please, Brisbane's yeah. 124, Melbourne's 125, and Collingwood's uh, well, let's minor look, premiers. Well, the, the, ne- the next the next three weeks for both of the all the three of those sides, Melbourne play Carlton, Hawthorne, Sydney, which is Carlton going well. Hawthorne, who knows? Big win on the weekend. You don't know what side you get. And Sydney, I mean that's 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 a medium run. Yep. Brisbane play Adelaide, Collingwood, St Kilda. All in the top eight at the moment, yep. or Adelaide fighting for it. So the game will be 
big for Adelaide yep. this week. And then Port Adelaide played GWS, Frio, Richmond. I would say Ports is the softest of those three. Yeah, probably right. But they're still going to win them. Um, mm. But yeah, I think you're right. That's, I'm just a bit concerned some of these injuries that they're getting. And, and four in a row, it's that's not that's not that's not good. No, that's that's not something you want. And you know what? The first of those losses came against Carlton when they might have been legit. They rested a lot of players, but they might have been legit. But you just don't. They say don't flirt with form. Not saying Ken Hinkley has, but since that moment, they've just haven't been able to. And they've got beaten a classic by Collingwood. And both clubs actually since that game have, have really tailed off in the last couple of weeks. Sydney defeat. The GWS Giants by 11. Again, GWS are never out of these games, but Swans have won four in a row now. So are they are they back in business? Oh, like they, they've been such a team that I've, I cannot, can't catch them. cannot get a read on them whatsoever. They lose Buddy Franklin, who we know that you wanted him done and dusted, but you know other guys have to step up now. Um, McLean kicks four. Goulden, who's had a very good year. He'll be winning All their Australian. best in Yes. 32 disposals, two goals, two. Uh, Joel Amati kicked a couple. So they're getting in more of a spread of goals now, even though Buddy wasn't dominating goal-kicking areas. I think their targets inside 50 are now even spread. And uh, your man, Toby Green, you see every kick, they kick four goals, he kicks four goals, they win most matches. Well, yes. they kick three. So Correct. probably the difference in the end, they get beaten by a couple of goals. But uh, he was good. But they set this, this, their match up really with the, the first half, kicking 11 goals straight at halftime. Mm-hmm. That's you know it's 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 a, a minor issue, but kicking like that, kicking accurately, gave them that buffer. As you say, Giants are never out of the game, but when you look at what they've got, it's still pretty hard to. to what we saw them against Fremantle. I thought if Sydney plays like that and get their best team in there, they're still a formidable outfit. As you mentioned, uh, Goulden, Lloyd, Luke Parker's a gun, um, and and Toby Green probably still the Giants' best. Toby Bedford and Brent Daniels both out next week. So they're the two sort of small forwards, nippy forwards, pressure forwards. Uh, Daniels out for a week with a high bump. Uh, Toby Bedford out for a dangerous tackle on a week. So I'll miss both of those guys. Uh, I think, oh, geez. It's going to be really good to watch these last three rounds. With the GWS, they're going to be up against it next week. They play um, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide at home. Um that's a that's a big game for both clubs. We're gonna we're gonna be speaking about that a lot over the next few weeks at some of these games. Melbourne defeat North Melbourne by thirty two points. Uh, this one was inevitable, but probably closer than probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, let's I'll sum it up pretty briefly. Cosie Pickett loved his game. Three goals um, was best on for them. Alistair Clarkson was back in the coach's booth. He was back in the coach's box. Read a really interesting piece just in brief about him and what he went through. And I know you at the time you questioned him stepping away, but he was going through some physical and obviously mental issues with regards to the investigation. He was actually struggling to. You know, he'd go and work at the footy club during the day, and then at night he'd be dealing with lawyers and talking about his, you know, trying to get representation on the the, the off field stuff with the investigation. So, um, good to have Clarko back. Um, he's obviously had to have a reset on his way he goes about his his business. But um, you know, North Melbourne they they started like a an absolute bomb. You know, it was twenty six points in front at quarter time. Yeah, but that, that's that's the kangaroos. Yes, yeah, this one. That that to me, has, I've seen a bit of that from North. At times they they have very big variations in their output. Young, young team, yeah, exactly. Yeah, young team beaten by thirty two. Um, I think the injury here to to Petty is is of significance to yep. to Melbourne. Um, kicked two goals. Of course, he's been a goal kicker in recent times. So, yeah, that that would be something. And is there any danger that we'll see 
uh, Clayton Oliver back playing footy this year because we just stopped talking about him now, haven't we? Yeah, well, it's just it's been the most extraordinary long term hamstring, and well, he is so critical. List? I want to see what he's on the injury list. Like how many weeks he's TBC? Is he? Oh, probably. Is it? No, it's it's there's certainly no uh, definitive date that I've seen put out by the Demons, but they get the victory and they're second. They are second, Scoey, and I don't think they're playing outstanding footy, which I don't think is a bad sign. I think they've got another level to go to. They've won five in a row, um, and I kind of agree with you. The games we've seen against Adelaide, I mean, they got that job done, but mm. they just sort of win it. And, um, but aren't they the second best side in the competition right now? Well, they probably are, yeah. Or, I mean, or is that well, Carlton? Was it Carlton? Yeah, that's, that's, we'll get to them in a second. But yeah, Melbourne playing good enough footy. Grundy's also the issue as to whether he's put to the scrap heap. Oh, I don't know if it's too premature to say that because anything can happen in the next six or seven weeks. But, yeah, they've, they've got – obviously, they get Oliver back in. Um, they've got the, the makings of – you know, their back line with Lever and May is always very good. But, yeah, I don't discount the fact that they finished top two. Mate, Melbourne can, can certainly Absolutely. cause some damage. Correct. Carlton defeats and killed it by 19 points. Now – um, we'll get into this game a little bit, but what what's going on here? There's uh, uh, naked naked um, dam runs. runs. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, this happened. Ed Kerno. Yeah, they went to Ed Kerno's property outside of Melbourne. I think this is when they're going through a bit of a flat spot. Uh, took a couple of beers, um, as can be the case. We know. I think the Dockers did it at Rick Hart's place going back about fifteen years ago. I'm sure we're all footy clubs do it, but when you get a result like they have now, winning seven in a row for the first time in so twenty three years, that's yeah. that's everyone puts the. Uh, Lays the they, they, they might just be they might just be winning contested ball inside. Yeah, the exactly. But let's go down to the camp and they've had a few beers and one of them suggested we do a nudie run. They did that, jumped into the dam. Um, I'm not sure how deep the dam is. Couple of yabbies. Couple of yabbies. Uh, the plums might have been a bit uh, shriveled. But, you know, the cold conditions can get you a little bit the shrinkage factor, yep. as uh, George Costanza would say. Um, anyway, Blues. They were they were in trouble yesterday because I'm doing the other game at, at Optus. And St Kilda got the jump on them. They led seven goals to three at half time, but from that point, from half time, it was seven goals to one in favour of Carlton. Uh, Ed Kerno, oh, sorry, Charlie Kerno, only kicked the one goal as yeah, you said. That's right. Just, but, just, but just, just Jesse Mottlop with a couple of goals, um, and it was some of their not lesser names, but Nick Newman was outstanding for them. Zach Fisher, whose name's been linked with trade talk for the end of this year, had, had a good performance, and Blake Akers. Chief, the Dockers would love to have him now, wouldn't they? Well, I thought he was the biggest biggest one that the Dockers lost. I thought he was impressive last year, and then he goes and he's, he's had a great, he's had a really good season on a wing for Carlton. He plays a role for them that he played for the Dockers. It's exactly the same role. He plays that up and down. He can get forward. He can get back. He can help out behind the footy. Um, you mentioned Nick Newman. He had thirty five disposals. He was their best player, best player, best on the ground. Um, uh, just on Charlie Kerno, what's the saying? What's the um, Rome, Rome wasn't built in a day? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. So just 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 keep remembering what I've had to say about the matchups he's got coming forward. So I've I'm a hundred percent correct. One one from one at the moment. One hundred percent correct. He kicked one goal against a good backline St Kilda. He's got three more big opponents to come over the next three weeks. He will not kick more than five go- goals total over the next three weeks. You just keep that uh, as, a, as a reference point. I'm, I look forward to clipping I'm beg- this up. I'm begging for, for Charlie. Charlie, just kick a bag and just put the put the bland on my right hand side. Just put him back in his box. He Tex leads Walker. by five. Tex, Tex Walker's home for the Coleman, according to 
Just go. Well, I um, might see if Tex, you've got a little spot to hang the, the medal on in no, his house somewhere. You know, I don't think you'd give a rat's about the, the Coleman at the moment, Charlie, because they're winning games of footy. They're going to yeah, play finals. Very good and I think the competition's actually better for it. Carlton, imagine they finish, well, they won't finish fourth, but they finish fifth. They play. Home final. Home final uh, will get going. Yeah, exactly. Home final, MCG. Da, 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 da. Is there a possibility? A who does the winner of fifth and eighth play after finals? The loser of 1 4 or the loser of 2 3? Uh, Travis Kelsey required here. <laughs> know your role and shut your mouth. Don't ask me these stupid questions. <laughs> Seriously. You think I'll get... Oh, my maths, I did maths four, so that's not my specialty. Anyway, they'll play the loser of one of the qualifying finals. Well, I'm just, I was just wondering if there was a potential that Collingwood lose Carlton. their first final and plays Carlton in an elimination final, second week of finals. <sighs> Shit, it's all a month away. Well, but no, the, the Carlton, fantastic. Isn't it funny? Footy changes. Michael Voss under the pump. Brian Cook <laughs> Sacked. couldn't do anything. Sacked. Get him uh, out. They were, they were soft. I, I was listening to a talk about radio caller just going off his lolly at the Carlton well, performance. They get berated when they were walking off ground. Oh yeah, they were getting stuff thrown at them. It's just extraordinary. So anyway, blue bag is. I reckon it's great for the competition. They're going so well. And uh, Paddy Dow yes. is about to be subbed off. Ends up. Voss said I couldn't take him off the ground. Then he kicks a goal and he's he's got the crowd going. So I think the sub had to be. Really? Manipulated on that basis. So I Paddy like hearing Dow. those ones because Paddy Dow comes in in the absence of Walsh and, and Chera and Kennedy, basically. Big so. names, yeah. So they're, they're missing bodies. And yep. I'm not sure who comes back this week, but it's a, that's, as Michael Wall said, probably the best win of his coaching career at Carlton. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. That's a weekend of footy over, Skeeter. That's right. Fold that paper up, mate. You don't have to keep scanning through the best parts of town. Well, I didn't see, okay, I didn't see as much footy as I'd like this no, weekend. No, neither did I. Because we were watching the rugby leg. Yeah, yeah, not just that, but yeah, it's amazing how little footy I did see, to be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> well, that is amazing because we've just started our podcast on it. I can't, uh, I can't say the same for myself, Skeeter. I'm a highly attuned oh, football yeah, head. Uh, let's get through to a couple of questions and comments from our listeners. If you want to get involved in this, uh, you can send through uh, either an email or put some um, comments down in the uh, comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Footycast at Shelter Brewing. Dot com dot au is the email address if you want to get involved from that regard too. Here's an idea. This is from someone of the same age. Thank you, someone of the same age. Here's mm-hmm. an idea. 18 players on the field. This is off the back of what we're talking about with the concussion stuff. Yep. 18 players on the field, two on the interchange bench. The other two usual bench players can't be used during a quarter, but during the breaks between quarters, they can be substituted for any of the other 20 players. This goes on a little bit, and, and I apologise some of the same age. I'm probably not going to read it all. But I think the idea here would be to have two sort of substitutes and two interchange players. Yeah, probably given the pace of the game and your better place to speak about this and the, the demands on players, Yes, is that going to cut the mustard? Just no. the, the lack of ability to, to – well, two, two, two interchange players, essentially? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's, so we're actually reducing the number of interchange players we can use outside of those two subs? Yes, um, some more of the same is what they're called. Thank you, Jaden. Big time I, correction. I can't there. can't quite buy that. I understand the premise of it. I like the thinking outside the box, but I, I'm just not sure how that's going to work with limiting the number of interchange players through those normal means. I was hoping you'd say that because I've got a better one for you. Yeah. Short ass bad D. Short ass BD. Pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fellas, I have an idea with the concussion sub borrowed from the NHL. So we spoke Hockey. A bit of, yeah, so we spoke a bit about the NFL, a bit about the NBA, or the NHL. In that league, teams are allowed to have two goalies a game, one to play and one, one as backup, 
right? And all the teams do that. Mm -hmm. If it happens that both are injured during a game, the league provides what is called an e-bug, an emergency backup goalie. This, I didn't know this happened. This is someone like a local amateur goalie who can come in for either team and play as a third emergency. Could this work in the AFL where they pay a couple of local lads from amateur level to sit at games as concussion subs that either team can draw upon to fill a role? If they play, they get a small bonus match payment and insurance cover for injury. I think it's worth uh, it for the stories alone. Was this, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. was this the, written like was, he, was like me during the Ashes when he's had a couple? Do, do, do you not? Why? Well, getting an ammo to sit on the bench as a, as a sub. Yeah, but it's very unlikely they get used, Skeeter. It's not the concussion sub. I, I think potentially it's to cover like a double injury, a double blow. Yeah, okay. like yeah, a, like an ear ear Jones injury to stop the. If you want, the, if you don't want the independent doctor skater, which you certainly don't. No, I don't care about that. You know, what I, you know I'm not going to fight you on that one. I, 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 ha, I have some sort of merit to this. I just think, why don't we just extend the bench to have one ten. more? To, to, no, not ten, but just ha, have an extra number. Don't, don't have to go to the Kingsway Amateurs or the the the, the Morley, um, you know, Demons or whatever. Just just <laughs> give them an extra player on the bench. Imagine the stories, though, mate. They do it in cricket. You love cricket. I love cricket, but they, they, got, they, got they, the sub, local... they get a substitute fielder. Yeah, so substitute... Not batting or bowling. Substitute fullback, mate. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, are we done? <laughs> hey, by the way, tonight, yes. Matildas, big yes. game. We, Sam Kerr, her calf, we're going to um, hopefully see you get out there, but uh, big night for women's sport anyway. And, um, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it should be great. Got Denmark, 80,000 fans at it uh, in Sydney. Big moment for, for women's sport and, in fact, uh, our, our sporting... Country because we we love our uh, women's uh, football and they're doing a great job. Shelter XPA X Factor. We can look at both sides today. Yeah, I'm looking at Fremantle a little bit more. Dugo and Tim Kelly, I think, have a couple of slabs already. I don't know if this man has yet or not. Oh, yeah, I was going to maybe get. I, I was sort of leaning towards an eagle, and you okay. mentioned him earlier. Okay, a young man who kicked that goal. Ryan Marrick. Oh, I don't know. I just thought he, have we given him anything yet? Stuff it. Ryan Marrick gets one. He's bloody nailing it. Ryan Marrick gets on Shelter XBA. We get your carton of the Shelter Back Chat Ales going very well, I hear. I reckon he'll drink him as well. Just got that feeling from uh, <laughs> from where he's come from that he might just uh, have a taste of that to come the end of the season and go whooshka. Shelter Footycast over on Instagram. Skeeter doesn't know what to do over there, but if you do, make sure you give us a follow. YouTube, listen to us, whatever you need to do. Skeet, any final words? No, uh, looking forward to Thursday. Big tipping time. Getting towards the business end of the season. You're nowhere on tipping. Who cares? You're right. 